listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony Lewis and Aurora Babaloo with you once more. Hello, Aurora. Are you ready to talk about sadness? Yes. <laughs> Put on our happy faces and let's talk about a man who leads a horrible existence that we would not wish on anyone. And we're talking about Frank yep. Castle, The Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Netflix, we're talking about episodes five and six. Uh, let's start with episode five, shall we? Let's not be weird and start with six and go backwards. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to do a George Lucas Star Wars thing here. We're going to, we're going to go in numerical order. Episode five yes. of the Punisher called Gunner. Uh, as Frank and Micro search for Gunner Henderson, another one of Frank's former squad mates who filmed the video of Zubair's execution. D- is it now, is it Dinah or Dina? I think I've heard her say Dina. I'm confused too because I feel like I've heard people say Dinah too. No, yeah, maybe. Well, I'm, I don't know. See, I'm confused because on Arrow, there's a Dinah Drake who's mm-hmm. like on Team Arrow. I think, I think her name here is Dina Madani. Okay, I'm gonna say Dina until proven otherwise. Dina tells Sam that uh, her partner Sam that Frank is still alive and asks him to keep her secret until she can know more. Frank finds Gunner in rural Kentucky and learns that Agent Orange, who is CIA Director of Covert Operations William Rollins, was working with Colonel Schoonover, I think I got that right, uh, to smuggle heroin into the United States in the corpses of killed in action soldiers. What the fuck? Uh, Mm -hmm. The two men were Mm -hmm. ambushed by a team of mercenaries working for Rollins who want to kill Gunner before DHS can locate him. With Micro providing overhead monitoring from a drone, Frank and Gunner manage to kill Rollins' men, but Gunner is mortally wounded. Micro rescues Frank and takes him back to New York, unaware that Rollins now knows about Frank's continued existence. Uh, So this was uh, an episode that kind of started a little slow. Right. But boy, did it pick up mm-hmm. at the end. What did you think of episode five? I really liked this episode. I love that whole woods scene. Yeah, that was that was something completely different. Right. And, you know, you get to you got to see Frank Castle in action. Finally, like actual, you know, because we I mean, we've seen him beat people up and kill people. But this is like the first time I think in this show that we've seen like his mm-hmm. tactical, you know, Marine training. Yes. But at the same time, it had like Punisher aspects to it in a way. 
Yes. So I, I, I really enjoyed it, even though it was very, very violent and bloody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really liked the episode too. The wood stuff was—it just felt totally different from anything else we've seen on the Marvel yeah. Netflix shows. Everything right. else is always like on a dark street or in a hallway for, or mm-hmm. in a stairwell, something like that. It's rare that you see something like the middle of the day out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, we learned it was the Kentucky hillside or the mountains or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was refreshing. Although I got a little bit of, I got like a weird, like a pang of nostalgia. I felt like I was watching like an old episode of Walking Dead. I felt like I was watching like for a little bit. It was just like yes. Shane walking through the woods and I was waiting for like a zombie to come up on him or something. Well, he actually looked like Walker Shane when at the end when oh, he's already bit. bloody and he That's falls true. into like that trunk with Gunner. That's true. <laughs> He was he was not looking good there at the end. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what did you make of the? They did so they did like the, um, uh, like the first person uh, like it like there were a lot of shots that looked like an FPS game in here with like yes. the, like the chest cameras or whatever. Are you like a are you a big fan of like those? Uh, I I don't know. There's a camera. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the stupid camera name, but I can't think of the name of the stupid camera. Um, yeah, it was like a body camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you a, are you a um, fan of those shots? Um, I mean, it was fine. Uh, to be honest, the, the main thing I was thinking about was, well, that guy's connection is really strong. Because yeah, like they're, really in the mid- they're in the middle of the Kentucky woods. And he has such a clear... Like 1080p. <laughs> Great. There's like no frame drops. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, CIA must have like the best I, of the best but i guess right yeah it looked, yeah. It looked i think I, I thought that was you know i thought that it was cool in a way because you have this guy he's you know there's a, a a moment where frank castle like looks at the camera of the guy he's killing yes and agent orange is like oh shit mm-hmm. that, that that's the first time he realizes that frank castle is alive yes um so I thought, you know, for that purpose, that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, uh, Dina Madani uh, is going on a date with, is it Billy? Billy Russo? Sam. Is that Sam? I think Sam's her partner. Oh, she right, 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 with, right, she, right, right. Yeah, she went on a date with uh, with Russo. I think it's Bill. Russo, Russo, Billy Russo. Yeah, yeah Billy Russo. Uh, and their date ended well, yes. uh, for her. <laughs> uh, so the tie in here, obviously is Billy Russo is part of, um, you know, Curtis's while well, every now and again, he comes to, he funds Curtis's, uh, Curtis Hoyle's yeah. PTSD support meetings, group. support group. And he was mm-hmm. in Frank's Marine squad and they're friends. Mm-hmm. And he also has this tie to, uh, Dina who, Obviously now has ties with Frank as well, and things are kind of coming together a little bit, right? Uh, with all of this stuff, uh, you know what? As far as uh, Miss Madani goes, if I was in the kind of wreck she was in, that I yeah, would, she went into work like yes. right after that. I would. I have was done, impressed. I, I was impressed. I wouldn't have done that, let alone her extracurricular activities with Mr. Russo uh, 
<laughs> I just I would have been in bed still going like, uh, someone bring me apple juice. Like, yeah, not her, though. No, that woman knows what she wants. I don't know how she, she could even, it. you know, get out of bed and walk, let alone do everything else she did in this episode. No, I have no idea. <laughs> like her upper body was still taped up. Yeah. Presumably holding ribs together. I guess. Right. She didn't care. Nope. Good for her, though. I say, if you, I mean, if it doesn't bother you, then it does not bother me. I'm, I guess I'm happy for her. Uh, you, uh, any other, uh, any other thoughts on uh, the episode this week or this particular um, episode? Um, I really enjoy the scenes uh, where Frank is in Micro's house with his family. Yeah, so they did that in both of these episodes, right? They did, yeah. Um, but he, the way that he acts around them, it feels so natural, which I know Micro has to be pissed about that. But. Yeah, so every time, I mean, I, w- I want to talk about it a little bit more in the second episode. I, I guess I'll mm-hmm. save it until then, because I, I felt my feelings even more in the second episode. Okay. Um, And it's just, I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get okay. there, I guess. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I will leave it on. I will leave it on this. I really liked. Uh, I really liked this episode, and mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was good. And and I like that things were a little more fleshed out. It felt like maybe in these first four episodes, it was kind of a little hazy exactly specifically what happened and what right. these guys' missions were. And now it feels very clear. Yeah. So they worked for Agent Orange, and he had them do some shit. One of the shits that he had them do was kill this Zubair fellow, who was right. a police officer who presumably was stumbling onto some of the shit that Agent Orange was doing, and he had him killed as a result. And right. Frank's Marine group was just you know following orders, essentially, and it was their job to be awful people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Gunner who filmed it. Because right. he knew it was wrong. Right. And he leaked the video. Right. Uh, in an attempt to try to help bring these guys down. Mm-hmm. And they mistakenly thought that Frank was the one who released the video. And that's why Frank's family right. was killed. Exactly. Yep. And now Frank, while he thought he had killed everybody who was responsible for this, he now knows that Agent Orange is like the head dude. Yep. And he wants to go after him. So everything is very clear now. Mm-hmm. And Agent Orange is also responsible for Micro being in the situation he's also in. So yep. all of this stuff makes perfect sense now. Yes. It all excited. came together. Yes. <laughs> uh, it felt a little hazy at first, but then everything was completely cleared up. And it all yes. made perfect sense to me by the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, what would you give Gunner? Um, I'm going to give it a 4.5, especially because we got to see Karen. And I was happy yeah. about that too. Karen yeah. Page. Yeah, and she was great. She was great. I mean, we haven't got we haven't got uh, haven't got to see a lot of her. Mm-hmm. But the the scenes that Deborah Ann Wool has been in, she's been very good. She's such a good actress. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and did we get to did we get to see her in the in the sixth episode, or was she in episode five twice? Like I know she was in the meeting with Madani. And then yeah. there was the thing where she meets with Frank, like, outside the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that was in episode five or in episode six. I can't remember anymore. Oh, uh, I want to see it was, I want to say it's, it was episode five also, but <laughs> it's all, it's all blurred to me. Yeah, like the, 
the, I mean, <laughs> and we talked about this before. These episodes don't blur in like a bad way. No. It just feels no. like one story. Yes. Very continuous. And they blur together, but not in like a way where it's like, I feel confused. I just, you know, I watch both of these episodes back to back and it all feels like one big episode to me. Yeah. But I think it was um, this episode because the next episode is where Frank is all, you know, messed up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he's not able to go meet her. So I think it's it's this episode. Yeah. Before he goes and see Gunner. It's before he goes and sees Gunner. Yeah. Um, and they have a great scene, uh, yes. too, where he clearly has feelings for Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes and kisses her on the cheek before he yeah. leaves. Yeah. But he does it so... It's so weird to see him... And I like actually he, thought he was going to, like, kiss her, kiss her. Yeah. It looked like that. Um, he but did yeah. it so timidly. I thought it was yeah. brilliant because he's the Punisher. Yeah, it, it, it was so good. But he kind of yeah. did it so timidly like he wasn't even sure if it was okay to do it but he it's clear he has feelings for her he doesn't want hurt it's you know to him it's like uh, everybody who's around me gets swallowed up in this yeah and, and i think she get... had she has feelings for him too i think so too yeah yeah uh it's curious to see where all this goes mm-hmm. and it ties in with micro's family too god i have so many feelings about all of this stuff aurora <laughs> uh i give this episode four and a half this was uh okay. A, a great episode. Very good. I loved the, it just felt like the out of the box for this type of thing, the battle stuff out in the woods. It felt real kind of, I know it seems, sounds weird to hear that, but I guess just being out in the open, you can tell it was like a real location. It's just the sounds of like the, the gunfire and stuff. It just didn't sound like a, it just sounded like you were there. It felt like you were there. I don't know. Right. I really liked it. And that's not even with the first person camera stuff. That stuff always feels weird to me because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm watching a game. <laughs> when that happens, I'm just so used to like that visual perspective. So it's always weird when I see like a first person view like that. But um, yeah, even without that stuff, I felt like it felt like you were there. I don't know. I really, I really thought that was a great uh, sequence that they did uh, and an overall very good episode where much was revealed mm-hmm. but not as much as the next episode so we, we will talk about that momentarily I guess this is as good a time as any to thank Think Geek the sponsors of this week's episode head on over to cinemageek.com and click upon the Think Geek link at the top of the page or go to cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek and uh, with the holiday season upon us, Aurora, I guess uh, this is as good a time as any to get in a plug for one of those ugly sweaters that everybody buys. Yeah. They're not really ugly sweaters, are they? Because if they were no. truly ugly, nobody would buy them. I will say funny sweaters, maybe. Yeah, they're goofy. Uh, yeah. This one, of course, features snowflakes and Deadpool. Because, <laughs> I mean, you put those two things together when you... When you think snowflakes, I'm sure the next thing you think of is Deadpool. <laughs> um, and of course, as we learned from the Deadpool movie, ugliness is really only on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the inside of Deadpool's mask, I think, is actually what we learned <laughs> from the movies. He himself has said this. So, um, I uh, I've never actually owned one of these ugly sweaters, so. I think it's only a matter of time before I open a gift and that one will be in there. I, I don't know what will be on it, <laughs> but it's got to be a matter of time before somebody gets me one of these things. 
Um, you can pick them up. They've, they've got other ones. They've got like Spider-Man. They've got a bunch of other ones. But uh, I went with Deadpool because, uh, you know, why not? Yeah, he's with, the best. I went with Deadpool because <laughs> it's Deadpool and snowflakes. Yeah. What What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But, you know, that's uh, that's the style. The kids love them. Uh, do you own any of those uh, sweaters, Aurora? Do you have I do, like actually. This? I have a gaming-themed one. Oh, cool. So is it just, like, controllers I... and... Oh, it looks like a fighting scene, like a, like a, like Mortal Kombat, but it's a oh, Santa God. Claus fighting an elf. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> that's way... Look, uh, if that shirt was available, I'd be plugging that. That sounds way better than Deadpool and Snowflakes, but... Cool, nonetheless. Uh, look, maybe ThinkGeek has that shirt available. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, the only way to find out is to go to cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek and uh, do some holiday shopping quickly before time runs out, everyone. Uh, I guess we should go from that happiness to the sadness again. Yes. It's so weird to talk about. Let's talk about a fun Deadpool Christmas sweater. <laughs> and now let's talk about episode six of The yeah. Punisher called The Seriousness. Judas Goat. Yes. yes. <laughs> the Judas Goat. Uh, as Micro turns to Curtis to help treat Frank's infected wounds, with Curtis blaming him for Frank's current condition, Russo learns that Dina is investigating his former squad mate and confronts her. Uh, well, I mean, that's not the first thing they did in this episode, but... Right. <laughs> right. They were continuing their date from the first right. episode. Right. Uh, he proceeds to broadcast a radio call to Frank, while Dina confirms Frank's involvement in Gunner's death. After learning that Frank is still alive, Russo approaches Frank and offers to give him a new identity. Frank refuses, following a visit. With Micro's family unaware that Russo is secretly working with Rollins... Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lewis is arrested for confronting a New York uh, City police detective or an NYPD officer... Uh, while helping Vietnam veteran and fellow support group member O'Connor hand out pro-Second Amendment leaflets outside a courthouse. After being bailed out by Curtis and learning that O'Connor lied about serving in Vietnam, Lewis confronts him and stabs him to death. Yep. Oh my goodness. Uh, so much in this episode, Aurora. Mm -hmm. Where to begin? What did you think of the Judas Goat? I mean, this episode was um, very good. Mm -hmm. But it was also very tough to watch for me because that scene with Lewis um, stabbing that guy was yeah. very tough to watch for me. I hate when I have to see people stabbing others in yes. movies and TV shows. That's like I hate it. <laughs> like I'm okay. Like I'm. This is gonna sound so weird and wrong, but I'm okay with like a stab, right? Where you do like an impale and you get like yeah, the, just one, and the guy right. dies, right? But he stabbed him, and then he was got angry and did like you know like the murder stabs, or he was like in Psycho. He just kept stabbing him a bunch of yeah. times. It felt and then like it you know that, that you know that there's an episode in the um, Daredevil mm -hmm. where uh, the Punisher like stabs a guy in That's prison. Right. So, yes, and it's like a lot. Like he's very violent. That yes. scene also was very difficult for me to watch. And yes, this, I remember vividly. This felt this felt <laughs> the same. Like it, it's. It's tough. Yeah. It's too yeah. violent. <laughs> and that's crazy in a show with a guy who goes around shooting a bunch of yeah. people. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and I really like that 
it's so weird. You feel you kind of feel for that Lewis kid uh, yeah. a bit because as much as I probably disagree with where he's coming from about what his leaflets are or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like super respectful to the officer and knew his shit when it came to the yeah. law and probably shouldn't have been arrested and the cop Yeah, that that, that that cop was a jerk. And it didn't help. Yeah, I mean I've seen, I've I've seen and talked about some stories lately with some uh less than scrupulous police officers right. and to see him do to see the guy on the show do this shit where he's like, Did you just reach for my sidearm? Mm-hmm. He obviously didn't. He's like, No, I didn't. He's like, Oh, you totally did, you're under arrest. And it's like it is that easy. Yeah. Like yep. they just have to say, Oh, I thought he was going for my sidearm and then they mm-hmm. have every justification and Yep. Uh so in a way you relate with him or or feel bad for him, but on the other hand you know he's not right in the head. Right. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. I think he is going to end up turning into like a, a bad guy for Punisher, I presume. I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's, that's where they are headed, but, um, yeah, the rest of this episode, uh, I really enjoyed. So he, Frank met with Micro's family in episode five. He helped, you know, fix the light on the, uh, on her, vehicle or whatever and talked with you know our family I, I he seems to be getting along good with his the daughter the daughter mm-hmm. and the son is having a tough time dealing with everything he's turning into a little jerk right stealing stuff and bullying kids and then he punched his little sister in the face which was like that was holy, insane <laughs> holy crap i was yeah it's like oh good thing that kid is not my kid Oof. He'd never see the light of day. I've kid. never punched my siblings in the face or they to me. Like, never. Like, it's ever. never even, yeah, it's never even crossed my, and I was like kind of a jerk to my little brother when I was older, but never anything like no, that. No, no. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the scene in this episode uh, is he goes over to see her and the kids are wherever they are. It's just him and her alone. Mm-hmm. And she's already drank a little bit, and she's drinking wine. And this conversation they're having—it's so weird that nothing ever ends up happening. Yeah, it feels flirty. Yeah, it's so tense that I'm positive at any point she is going to try something. Yeah, like she has feelings for him. I think maybe I don't know exactly what his feelings are. You know, to be honest. If I'm if I'm being honest, uh, at least I I feel like I'm in the head of the writers doing the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Frank doesn't have attracted like I don't think he's attracted to her. Right. But he this is like a sub he keeps going there because it's a substitute for his family. Right. Yeah. He's he had a wife, he had mm-hmm. a daughter, he had a son. Yep. And when he goes there, it's sort of it sort of feels like that still. Yeah, I think it feels like home to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, this episode actually starts with like a like a dream or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it's like he's dreaming that yes. his family and Micro's family are together for Thanksgiving. I think. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's so hard to watch too. Yeah, and you know, then all the guys, the military guys, come in and kill all of them. Yeah. Um, 
But not before Frank is like pleading with them. They're just standing there and he's like right. pleading with them and begging. Right. And he's trapped to the chair. He's like strapped to he it. Can't move. That's right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Um so yeah, I agree with you. I think I don't think he likes her that way. I think he just feels like home. Mm-hmm. It's like a fam- the family that he doesn't have. Um, but she's seeing it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I think she might be falling for him. Yeah. And it's almost... It's so weird that that ended up being, like, in a show with so much shooting or death or misery. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that was, like, the most tense scene I've seen in the show so far because... Like, you, they constantly cut back to Micro, who is watching from the base. Yeah. And it's like, any minute, he's going to have to watch his wife start making out with this guy who you're working with. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, please don't let it happen. Please don't let it happen. But I think that if she does make the move, I think that... He'll I think Frank. Yeah, I think Frank will stop her. Um, because, you know, at the end of the conversation, he says something like, I think, you know, things are going to start going well for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks at the camera like he he does. Yeah. Um, so I think he's not being I don't think he's trying to be mean to micro. I think he's trying to help. But his help is being seen by her as something else. Yes, definitely. Maybe reading it differently. Yeah. Maybe the, I, there there might only be one girl for Frank, and that maybe maybe, maybe. it's Karen. Maybe yes, <laughs> it's possible that there's really only one girl for for Frank, and it's his wife. But, right, right. Um, I I do I'm feeling that that Karen Page thing as well. We, we but, sort of actually felt it in you know Daredevil season two, really. Yeah, but, yeah. But there's actually a very beautiful scene in this episode where Frank is talking about his wife and he's saying, like, mm-hmm. I still see her. Um, yeah. And he starts describing her like she'd love to dance. And um, if she will catch me looking at her, it will solve her for me. And th- I, I love that scene so much. I, mm-hmm. I like. You just felt like scenes. a real person. Yeah, yeah I, lo- I like every scene where Frank Castle is not violent. Every scene that he's like <laughs> emotional and <laughs> like a human being. That's, yeah. I love all those scenes. They yeah. managed to do something that I was that was a concern for me when they said they were going to do a whole show centered around him, and it's like, you know, how are you going to humanize a guy that's so violent and mm-hmm. angry and sad and alone? Um, you know, Karen was telling him about that. Yeah, you know, and he's like, you know, everyone is just desperately trying to not be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no matter what you say, and yeah, he they have done a good job, I think, so far of making him feel like you know, a normal person. And he says, he does say some kind of honest things in, in these, uh, pair of episodes, things you wouldn't normally expect to hear when you can do an idealized character. Right. Doesn't have a lot of flaws, but you know, there's a moment where he openly says that, you know, there are sometimes, you know, he's like, I have two families. I had, you know, my, my wife and my kids and I had my, you know, my Marines. Right. And he says that there are definitely times where he would rather have been uh, up to his neck in blood and bullets with his Marines than be with his kids. And he's like, and that's something that I have to, like, square away with and right. reckon with. And, you know, that's sort of, like, that's, like, real honesty that people mm-hmm. really struggle with. Yep. And I'm glad they, they, they talk about stuff like that in mm-hmm. the show. It really does make him feel more of a real person than just a comic book character. So Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, the, the show is doing a good job, and I really like the... So we got the... 
we got all this stuff with Dina and Billy Russo this episode. Uh, they continued their sleepover festivities, <laughs> which, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is uh, going to turn into something serious, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Look at all this. And then we find out that Billy Russo is working with Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. And this was a setup. This whole wait until Frank finds out his Marine brother is tucked yeah. tail and turned his back. And I mean, to uh, be honest, I, I, I've I not read any comics on The Punisher, so I don't know mm-hmm. any of the villains. Me so I was like, I was sold on the fact that this guy really was Frank's friend. Yeah, and me too. The show really convinced me that he has, he had Frank's best interest at heart. Yeah, it really so, felt like that too. Yeah. So that final shot when you see Agent Orange next to him, I was like, "What?" Yeah, and Billy's <laughs> like, "He's not coming." <laughs> that, I'm like, "Holy shit! This was that, a setup." Yeah. Uh I couldn't believe it unbelievable how could you billy russo how could you you're gonna break dina's heart too when she finds out (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah crazy she's she he's seen you naked and everything he's working with the bad guy (laughs) this is unbelievable i guess i guess that's the whole point now we want to see frank go after him but yeah yeah tell you what i'm i am i'm a little more than disappointed in this man yeah um that being said, maybe we should have seen the writing on the wall a little bit. It's he is in charge of like one of those private security groups. Yeah, yeah. And they do seem to find themselves in an awful lot of legal trouble every now and again when it comes to their activities uh, in yeah. real life. Such groups. Yeah, do, I mean, so. and to be honest, he has the jerk look. You know? He does have a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he is like the only guy who's like, hey. I mean, you know, I feel even weird showing up to this. Yeah. support group thing because I walked out of here and I'm doing just fine. Right, right. And it's like, oh, uh, well, yep. I guess I guess we should have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's what we get for getting too invested in these shows. <laughs> we didn't we didn't peer at it with critical enough eyes, I suppose. We, <laughs> we would have seen it coming a mile away, but we didn't. Uh, what did you give the Judas Goat? Um, I, I, gave it, I gave it a 4.5 as well. Yeah, I gave this one a 4. And three okay. quarters. All right. Almost a five. I loved this episode. It was really good. Uh, I, the, the Lewis stabbing uncomfortableness aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that O'Connor guy was an asshole. He sort of, yes. He sort of did have it coming a little bit. Like maybe getting a, a punch bit. in the face. Right. Something. Right. Right. Maybe not repeated stabs to the chest. Right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe and, not death. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know. Just beat him up a little bit, but not, not, don't kill him. <laughs> that's 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 my favorite quote for this episode. Maybe not death, but you know, a, a punch to the face. A maybe punch to the face. Yeah, you know, one or two or twenty steps down from the whole death thing. But um, yeah, aside from that, I uh, I mean, I, but I like the the character, uh, the mutation of the Lewis character. But uh, otherwise, I I I liked all that other stuff. The Anytime, anytime I see like Frank with Micro's family now, it's always going to be like this tense situation for me. Like, when is it going to happen? It's going to happen, right? The, the, it's going to boil over at some point, and what's going to happen? Yep, yep. I can't believe this is the thing that has me on the edge of my seat the most. But <laughs> I'm just so worried that this man's family is going to fall apart, and that, and it's, it's. I think it's tragic and sad because uh, 
you know, he still loves his wife and his wife still loves him, but his wife has every reason to think he's dead. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you can't grieve forever. So move yeah. on. I think it feels worse because, you know, he's watching yes. what's going on. That's why it feels so much worse because yeah. he's going to see it. <laughs> like it would be bad and because it's almost like she's cheating without knowing she's cheating. Right. Right. And knowing that somebody has cheated on you hurts enough, but to actually watch it happen yes. in front of your eyes. Yep. Just, I don't know, that feels like the worst kind of torture to me. Yeah, yep. Uh, like mental torture anyway, but oh my goodness. Anyway, crazy episode of The Punisher. Looking forward to coming back and watching some more next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do that, head on over to cinemageekly.com, check out the archives of the show, find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music, search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., and hit subscribe, and we will return next week with more Season 1 of The Punisher with Episode 7, Crosshairs, and Episode 8, Cold Steel. 